What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So the 2022 Hall of Fame voting has concluded. David Ortiz has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame on his very first ballot. And at the same time, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, and Sammy Sosa have fallen off the Hall of Fame ballot. They have exhausted their 10 years on the ballot. They will no longer be eligible for consideration by the Baseball Writers Association of America. So two sides to the coin. First, let's talk to David Ortiz's accomplishment. A first ballot Hall of Famer. I think most of us knew he was going to be a Hall of Famer someday. I personally was surprised that he got in on his first ballot. I did not see that coming. But Ortiz, we all know who he is. He's Big Poppy, the face of the Red Sox franchise for a long time. He received 77.9% of the vote, and you need at least 75. So he just narrowly crossed that threshold. And he's a Dominican Republic native. He originally began his career with the Mariners, as some people know. Then he was traded to the Twins. And then not long after, he would go to the Red Sox, and the rest is history. The rest is history. I mean, David Ortiz, very clutch hitter. Three World Series championships with the Red Sox. Just a dominant presence at designated hitter. You know, some of his detractors would say that DH is not a real position. You know, a lot of people who said, like, oh, you know, you can't really have someone go in the Hall of Fame as a DH. Well, we've seen, we've seen that line of thinking kind of disintegrate over the past few years where Edgar Martinez has been inducted recently. Now we have David Ortiz inducted and you know as time goes on that's it's going to be more commonplace to see um, primary DHs get into the Hall of Fame if they're good enough. Poppy was always good in the postseason always like I said he had three World Series rings he was 2004 ALCS MVP for the Red Sox when they when they snapped that drought you know, the, the famous ALCS against the Yankees where they had a three games to nothing deficit and they came back and won four straight and then ended up going on to win the World Series. And then we saw him also put up crazy numbers in the 2013 World Series, where he was the World Series MVP against the St. Louis Cardinals. Poppy finished his career with a 286 average, 541 home runs. Just when you think of a slugger, you think of David Ortiz. That's what he was. He's now a Hall of Famer. He is in baseball history. He's, he's going to be giving his speech in Cooperstown later this year. And the, the thing about Poppy is that he remained elite all the way through the very end. His final season was 2016, his age 40 season. He was an all-star that year, won a silver slugger, was sixth in the MVP voting. He led the league in OPS, led the league in doubles, led the league in RBIs, all in his final season, his age 40 season. He was... He was elite all the way through the very end. It was pretty remarkable. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think many people thought it was clear he would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Of course, there's also the 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 cloud he has hanging over his head, or I would say had now because he's now in the Hall of Fame, about the PED allegations. So, according to reports, he failed a PED survey test in 2003. I mean... It's not even allegations. These aren't allegations. He failed a test. So the survey test basically, it was conducted as a random survey by 
Major League Baseball, they were trying to determine how widespread steroid usage was in the game. So under an agreement with the Players Union, MLB decided they would conduct a survey just randomly to see that if more than 5% of the results were positive, then the following year in 2004, they would institute mandatory steroid testing with penalties for those who abused it. And of course, more than 5% of the results were positive when they did the survey. And when they did the survey, David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez, and some others were on the list. They were on the list. Um, actually, they're among 104 players who tested positive for PEDs through this survey. This survey, of, I don't know if it was random or how they chose players, but you know, bottom line is a, a lot of players were popped. And the records of this survey were actually supposed to be destroyed, but before they could be, the government seized them as part of a larger investigation. And then a month later, a federal court ruled that, you know, these records could not, not have been seized because they exceeded the limits of a search warrant that was granted that really was only supposed to be for Balco. So there was another investigation, which was um, focusing on 10 players linked to Balco, which was a, a, a lab in the Bay Area, focusing on Barry Bonds, A-Rod, Sammy Sosa, and some others. And then, you know, during that Balco investigation, like, oh, let's let's go ahead and seize the results of that 2003 test because we have more evidence that players are are juicing. But basically, a, a federal court said, you got to focus on Balco. You can't have those those survey results. But nonetheless, it was it was discovered that Ortiz was on this list of players who who failed who failed um, steroid testing in 2003. So he, he failed a steroid test. So there's that. So this became known. This was really public knowledge in 2009, like several, several years later, everything really came to the limelight and Poppy talked about it. You know, he, he talked about it to reporters and he said that, you know, he early in his career, he was, I think he said he was like uh, careless using certain vitamins and supplements and things like that. Obviously it's, it's very, it's, it's very suspicious, obviously. And, you know, he claimed that he was blindsided by the positive test at the time. But it's interesting how this just got swept under the rug. No one ever really vilified Big Poppy the same way other guys have been vilified. Other guys like Barry Bonds, obviously, Roger Clemens, A-Rod, guys who have the numbers to be in the Hall of Fame, Manny Ramirez, you know, who, who have the numbers to be in the Hall of Fame, are all-time greats. But it's fair to say that David Ortiz has gotten a pass. And my take on the situation is that there's definitely a double standard, but you have to understand the voters are human beings and people vote for, well, first of all, it's the Hall of Fame, okay? So when we talk about famous players, Dave Ortiz is right at the top of the list. So people are, are naturally going to gravitate towards that. But also, people vote for players who they like. And Poppy was always a likable character. I'm not saying that it's, it's fair for a double standard to exist, you know, in the eyes of you know, Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens. I'm just explaining what's happening. I'm just explaining if people are confused. I'm not saying it's fair at all. I'm just trying to break down why it's happening. David Ortiz is well-liked, so he's going to get more votes. He's he's more famous than than a lot of these guys, honestly. I mean, he's the face He's the face of Boston. He, he and Tom Brady were the face of Boston for, you know, for a long time. You, you could say he's more famous than, than Sammy Sosa, 
you know, more famous than, I mean, not more famous than Bonds, but definitely more famous than Sammy Sosa um, and Manny Ramirez, that's for sure. Bonds and Clemens, you know, that, that's another story. Oh, and definitely more famous than Kurt Schilling. But yeah, so Kurt Schilling wasn't even, so now I'm transitioning to the other side of the coin. The guys who fell off the Hall of Fame ballot, Kurt Schilling, Bonds, Clemens, Sammy Sosa. So this is an example of where I think Baseball Writers of America have got things wrong. Because in my opinion, the Hall of Fame is supposed to be a baseball museum. You can't pretend that the steroid era didn't happen, especially now that we know there are guys in the Hall of Fame who used steroids. We know for a fact there are guys who tested positive for steroids and are still in the Hall of Fame. So there's a double standard there. So either you you allow steroid users in or you don't, but you can't just be picking and choosing. That that's that's a fair that's a fair um, criticism of the BBWAA. But I think what you need to understand is that. They are trying to more like put this moral aspect into it. They're trying to say, oh, you know, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, Sammy Sosa, you know, these guys, you know, had a bad moral compass. You know, they lied about it. Um, you know, things like this. They 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 were always very arrogant, especially with Kurt Schilling. It wasn't even about PEDs. Kurt Schilling, his his problem is that people don't even people don't like what he has to say off the field. Uh, he's had some comments in the media. You know, that rub people the wrong way in recent years. That, that's really the problem people have with him. And it's so weird. It has nothing to do with his on-the-field abilities. It has nothing to do with his contributions to baseball. But you have a lot of these writers who are very old school. So they believe in they, they believe in some, some very old school values, I guess. You know, it's like it's about the, the holistic view of, you know, who you are as a person. And that's what they, they've done. They set to make an example of Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. That's why you have the greatest baseball player of all time, arguably, Barry Bonds. Or we can say he's not the greatest player of all time. I can get into another debate. That would be Babe Ruth. But the greatest hitter of all time, Barry Bonds, is not in the Hall of Fame. One of the greatest pitchers of all time, Roger Clemens, is not in the Hall of Fame. Yes, we know they use steroids. But it's a baseball museum. If, if you go to a Hall of Fame, you don't see the greatest hitter of all time. Is that really the Hall, the hall of Fame? that you Is that representative of baseball history? If you don't see one of the best players of all time, is that representative of baseball history? So it's tough. It's tough. But that's, that's yeah, that's where we stand. And, yes, Barry Bonds does rank second all-time behind Babe Ruth in fan graphs, wins above replacement. I was not using that as my basis, but – the basis for me saying that Babe Ruth is the greatest player of all time is because he was a hitter and a pitcher. I mean, when you have 714 home runs and then also you were a great pitcher, it's like, well, no one, no one in history, no one in history has ever done what this dude has done. Obviously, you can say the same things for for Barry Bonds, but you're literally talking about a two-way player in Babe Ruth, and you also have to compare people against their era I and mean, that's what wins above replacement does yeah babe ruth is 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 the greatest player of all time but yeah you're talking about a a seven-time mvp in barry bonds you're talking about a seven-time cy young winner in roger clemens neither of them are in the hall of fame it's it's unfortunate it's unfortunate but that is where we stand what do you guys think should bonds and clemens be in the hall of fame um, you know, they both finished in the 65 to 66% range in the final year on the ballot. 
not enough for the 75% threshold. So Big Poppy will be the only inductee to the Hall of Fame uh, for, from this year's class. And um, yeah, so we'll see about that. But that's where we stand. Hall of Fame news 2022. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.